0: Welcome everyone to Inside the Dome, we don't see I am John wouldn't I am once again joined Jordan Schiller today. How you doing, buddy?
1: Doing pretty well. Just got off work, so... Chilling. How about you, man?
0: Not too bad. A little late-night recording here. Yes, sir. Right before we start, just real briefly, this is our 30th episode. We finally hit that mark, so... Thank you all, everyone who's listened from day one, everyone who's joined a bit later. Thank you all for listening. Thirty episode thirty episodes straight now, so we appreciate you all. Just want to get Absolutely. that off first. Absolutely. Yes. We
1: take but all the
0: seconds. Yes. But for today's episode, we're gonna continue our little mini series. Our previous episode was the top ten quarterbacks in the NFL today. Today we'll be doing the top ten running backs in the NFL today. I have my list. Jordan has his list. We'll do about the same thing as last episode. We'll go back and forth. But real quick, before we start going to our list, there's been a lot of news relating to the running back position lately. We've had Saquon Barkley, Josh Jacobs, and Tony Pollard all not get extended for a long-term deal. They're all in the franchise tag. And all of them can potentially sit out. So there's been a huge debate about should running backs be getting paid more and all that. So overall, I just want to ask you real quick, what are your thoughts about the whole situation?
1: Basically, honestly, I think the running back position is one of the most substitutional positions in the NFL. Like, I think, like, yes, if you're a phenomenal running back, you should be getting paid. And I mean, yeah, you could say Saquon is, but, I mean, I don't know if he's truly proven himself yet, to be honest. Um, And then Tony Pollard, I mean, you saw how he overcame Zeke, and now look at Zeke. And then Josh Jacobs. I mean... I never thought Josh Jacobs was all that, to be honest. I never thought... I, I don't even really consider him a top five running back, as you, you'll see. Um, But I don't... I don't know. I think they should honestly just accept the deal they're made for now and explore other options later because... You never know what's gonna happen, like and I think you can be subbed out at any point for another running back and and, and eventually you will be anyways. Yeah. I mean that's just how I feel. Like I just I don't know.
0: Yeah, I mean it's a really tricky thing right now because you even look at a guy like Tony Pollard, he's coming off of an injury right now, so yeah. who even knows? how elite he'll be, but I mean, I think both sides bring good points, so it's kind of hard to say, like, who's right, because, yeah, yeah, I mean, the running back position is a grueling position, and you'll have guys like Saquon Barkley or Derrick Henry that will, like, carry their team, but at the same time, you could draft a running back, like, in the first round just to replace that person. Like, if the Giants wanted to replace Saquon Barkley, they could have drafted a guy. If yeah. they wanted to, or they could just sign like Leonard Fournette on free agency right now or someone like that. Exactly. Who's just, like, I feel like the running back position. Yeah. Like they can be great. I think there's only very few elite running backs who will probably yeah. we'll talk about later, but it's just so easy now to just sign a guy. I mean, you can get an undrafted guy. Austin Eckler will probably mention him. He was undrafted. There's been guys picked in the 7th round, 6th round who can just come in and be the starter. So I've seen an argument saying like maybe running back, the rookie contracts for running back should be smaller in a way just so they can get their next deal because it seems like once they go through their rookie contract, that's really it. But I think what's really hurt Has been Zeke's contract and Le'Veon Bell's dilemma. Yeah. I think they've really heard it because Zeke got paid and then they just got Tony Pollard, who's not better than him. Yeah. And then Le'Veon Bell held out. He got his money, but then he just fell off completely.
1: Yeah. yeah.
0: (laughs) So, I mean, he started
1: a rap career.
0: Yeah, yeah. He's a big rapper now. (laughs) But. It really is tough. I get what the running backs are trying to say, but I just don't know if it's going to work out. I mean, Saquon's being offered like $10 million or more a year, I think, anyway. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's hard to just replace wide receivers, like replacing an elite wide receiver. It's not that easy. Same yeah. with other positions. I feel like it's the easiest to replace a running back position. I'm not going to lie. So if I had to pick a side, like if I was forced to, I probably wouldn't be on the running back side. But yeah. it does suck, I, will, I won't I will lie. But it's just the unfortunate part of the game, in my opinion. Yeah. But speaking of running backs, since we've already mentioned some of the ones that will be on our list, you ready to get into the top 10 running backs? Yes, Yes. righty, And like the previous episode, neither of us know each other's lists, So it'll be pretty interesting. So we'll. I'll start with my 10th guy. I bet. And it's kind of hard. Real quick, I'll, I'll probably talk about my honorable mentions, too. But for my 10th guy, I put Aaron Jones down from the Green Bay Packers. And it's this is a tough one. It's kinda yeah. it's kinda hard at the lower end because I think there's a lot of other guys. I'll name a couple people that aren't on my list that could have had this spot. Uh Miles Sanders isn't on my list. Ramondre Stevenson's not on my list. ETN's not on my list. Yeah. Najee Harris, I know. Uh <laughs> Joe Mixon's on my list. But Aaron Jones cracked it. Last season, he had uh, 1,100 rushing yards, two rushing touchdowns with five receiving touchdowns. He's a very good dual-threat running back. His stats are a little bit lower because he does split a bit with A.J. Dillon, but I think that's kind of becoming the nature of the position to kind of switch around. It's not really... There's very few workhorses anymore, but... Aaron Jones is very talented. He's a great weapon to have for a quarterback just because of his dual threat ability. But I think he's very talented. I think just stats alone make him lower on my list. But I got him at 10. Yeah.
1: For my 10th pick was also Aaron Jones.
0: Oh, my God.
1: We're starting (laughs) off like how we did before.
0: We're starting off the same way.
1: Yeah. But as oh, you said, man. honorable mentions. I mean, I could even say Alvin Kamara could have maybe cracked it. maybe Damian Pierce. But, I mean, it's his first. It was his first season last year. Um, But, yeah, Aaron Jones, I mean, he's definitely a dual threat running back, which is, I think, like – I think it's something major you should also look into as when you're drafting or um picking up running backs mm-hmm. having a dual threat, not just one who can put his head down and run through that um that d line unless they're very exceptional at it, but yeah,
0: I like it. We're both starting off <laughs> equal so. See if it. I don't think after what you said it's going to keep going. So, yeah. do you want to say your ninth guy?
1: Uh yes. My ninth pick was Dalvin Cook. Okay. Yes. Um. He didn't have the greatest of season last year with the Vikings, and now he's gone. But I still think he's a top ten running back in the league. I wouldn't. S- I don't know. Some people wouldn't consider him a dual threat quarterback, uh, running back, but that's also because he had um, the Vikings had Justin Jefferson on that line, and what T.J. Hawkinson. So I mean, you don't really need to be throwing him the ball when you got other great great wide receivers playing. So, but I still think he's a solid. Running back, he's very shifty, and he can explode pretty well.
0: Alrighty. My list is finally separated. (laughs) My ninth guy is actually one of your honorable mentions. And this isn't fully based off of 2022 alone. I kind of gave this guy some respect for the previous years. It's actually Alvin Kamara. I have a Ah. nine still primarily because I think he was very overlooked I think he had i don't he only played fifteen games yeah but I think the Saints alone were just kind of a mess this past season yeah but for sure Kamara, Kamara still rushed for eight hundred ninety seven yards and he had four hundred and ninety receiving yards he's still one of the top receiving backs in the league I'd probably say he's top three still in the league yeah In terms of receiving backs, he's still very consistent, in my opinion. I think it might get harder for him because they have Jamal Williams and they just drafted another running back, but Mm -hmm. I just think over the years he's been very good. I mean, the year before he only had 898 rushing yards, but everybody, I think, appreciated him more last season the seasons before. For sure. But... This is kind of a generous pick. I don't think he's fallen out of my top 10 yet. We'll see what next year has, but he's still one of the best receiving running backs in the league, and I still think he can deliver. But if I had to make a list next year, I'm not sure if he'll be on it.
1: Yeah. All righty.
0: Yeah, it's it's tough with him. I don't know. He had a kind of quiet 2022.
1: Yeah. Yeah, you can also put that on the on the Saints.
0: Yeah, I think the Saints kind of struggled overall. Yeah. But going to my eighth pick, this is, I think we, we mentioned him during the first discussion. Yeah. But I have Tony Pollard mm. on my eighth spot. And this was his breakout year, kind of. He had 1,000 rushing yards, nine rushing touchdowns. And three receiving touchdowns. He also rushed 5.2 yards per carry, which is very good. I think his stats are like a little bit down compared to some other guys because he split with Zeke. Yeah. And honestly, if the Cowboys were to re-sign Zeke, I think his stats would be very similar. And that's not even a bad thing for Pollard's health because we mentioned earlier that he had an injury to end the season. But... He is very talented. He can do it in the receiving game. He's probably one of the fastest running backs in the league yeah. yes, right he's now. But very quick. Yeah, he just exploded last season. And yeah. just because this was his first season being very good, I have him only at eight. Yeah, So I can't put him up higher for consistency. And I don't know how he's going to look next year. It's too early to tell if he'll be the bell cow or if he'll split with someone else, but mm-hmm. I like him enough. I think he's better than Kamara and Jones right now, so I have him at eight. Yeah. All
1: right. For my eighth pick. Oh no, seventh. Seventh.
0: It'd be eighth. Oh, eighth eighth okay. I was, okay, yeah,
1: yeah okay, 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 I'm tripping, I'm tripping. <laughs> get hey, <laughs>
0: hey,
1: my, for my eighth pick, I have Josh Jacobs.
0: Oh, okay. It
1: might be, might be a little questionable for people. Um, like I said, he doesn't crack on the top five. Um I don't know. I mean he did what, lead the season last year in rushing yards.
0: I believe so.
1: Um, yeah, I can but I just I just yeah, he did. yeah, I just don't think like I I don't know. To me he's never been truly outstanding. I mean, he was also, what, on the Raiders team that would you say was always... I mean, yeah, they have Devontae Adams, but I don't know. I don't know. They didn't do too much. And I just... I never really thought he was good to me. Like, I thought he was, yeah, a solid running back, but I never thought he was a top five running back. At least. I mean, he did have a pretty good season, just I don't know. I, surprised I never surprised that yeah.
0: <laughs> surprised they had him at eight. But
1: yeah, I know.
0: I'm intrigued to see shock. who I'm intrigued to see you put above him. So Yeah. You wanna go on to your seventh?
1: Yes. My seventh pick is Tony Pollard. Okay. I think I mean, he had an absolute phenomenal year last year, and, as you said, he's one of the quickest running backs. He's so shifty you you just you never know which way he's going, and I think he really did take over Zeke's main role, as not only is he can run the ball maybe just as well as him, but he can also um catch the ball even better than I think Zeke can. And so he's, and so he's such a dual threat running back, and I think that's what the league really needs now. So, yeah, that's why I think that's why I have him at my seventh.
0: Interesting. I wonder. I think our, I don't know if our picks are gonna be very similar for a bit, but yeah. we'll see once we get to top five. But <laughs> for my seventh guy, it's someone who you already mentioned. I have Dalvin Cook at seven. Mm-hmm. For me, he last season he actually played every single game. Yeah. It says. It said he started seventeen games. So which honestly was surprising to me. I thought he might yeah. have missed a game. So it was his yeah, first healthy true. season in a while. Yeah. He rushed for eleven hundred yards, eight rushing touchdowns, two receiving touchdowns, but obviously you have Justin Jefferson, Adam Thielen, Osborne, TJ Hawkinson in that offense. So I think they were kind of a bit pass heavy at times. Yeah. But for Dalvin sure. Cook, in my opinion, just watching him, I still think he's elite. I think sure. he's a free agent right now, and yeah. whatever team he goes on, I think he's going to be great for them. If I had to pick a team, I'd say he should be on the Dolphins. Mm-hmm. I think, yeah, I think he'd be their number one guy instantly, and I think he'd make them yeah. better out Absolutely. of the gate. But yeah. I still really like watching him. I think he's he's a pretty. Above average receiver in the receiving game too. Yeah, I wouldn't. I don't see him fully as a dual threat, but I think he yeah. can contribute in the receiving game. For but sure, yeah, I think he's still a very good rusher. And like I said, he had, he played all seventeen games, so his yeah. durability concerns kind of went down a bit. Obviously, yeah. when he gets older, we'll see. But I like him enough. I like he's been more consistent over his career, so. Mm-hmm. Put him at seven, Sure. righty. and now number six. I'll be honest; I actually flip flopped my number six and number five.
1: Okay.
0: Th- while we were talking earlier, mm. you kind of you kind of swayed me a little bit. I'm not okay. gonna lie. Okay. And my six guy is Josh Jacobs. So I actually. Hey, that's
1: what I'm talking about. That's what I'm talking about.
0: Yeah, you did persuade me to drop him (laughs) a little bit. I'm not going to lie. But (laughs) last season, though, if I'm basing it off of last season alone, he'd be top five. But I'm kind of looking throughout his career and what lies ahead. I mean, last season, he rushed for 1,600 yards, 12 rushing touchdowns with 400 receiving yards. He was – the Raiders really started to lean on him during yeah. the season, because it was honestly working. He was just yeah. a very good rusher in general. And, I mean, he had a great season. But at the same time, the reason why he's only six is just it's been one season. Because the yeah. season before that, he only rushed for 872 yards for nine touchdowns. Yeah. So, exactly you kind of have to see how he does over his career. And also, his future is very uncertain right now. Yeah, I don't even know where he'll play. Yeah, I think in... talent-wise, though, he's in the upper tier of running backs, but I kind of just want to see him repeat it yeah. one more time before he goes in my top five.
1: For sure. All right. For, do you my, for my sixth pick, I have Jonathan Taylor. Mm. I would have... Uh... I wouldn't put him high. I would have put him higher, but after his last season getting injured, it it just it just lowered him for me. I wanna I wanna see him bounce back, but there's also there's always been an issue with running backs after an injury, except for I would say Adrian Peterson. I mean, when he got injured, he came back like he never left. Um, who else did was. Derek Henry injured two seasons ago, or am I tripping? Uh,
0: I, it was one or two seasons ago, I think.
1: Yeah, I don't think he was injured last season. I could be wrong. but It wasn't.
0: Last season, he played 16 games.
1: Okay, so I think it was two seasons ago. Yeah. But, I mean, Derek Henry, I mean, I wouldn't say he came back like the king he was, but he came back strong. I would say that's also partly the Titans' fault for him, but I'll talk about it later. But anyway, Jonathan Taylor, I just, I mean, he's still a phenomenal running back for sure. I just had him a little lower mainly because of that injury, and I don't, I don't know if it's gonna send him back or what. So,
0: yeah. All right. Before you go into your top five, I wanna. Oh wait, wait. Was what pick was that for you? Is that your that was six? That was six. Okay, so before we go into the top five, I want to say one thing. You just said Jonathan Taylor. I yeah. completely forgot about him.
1: Oh, gosh.
0: <laughs> I completely forgot about his existence. So. Oh, no. Real quick, I'm just going <laughs> to say where I would put him. I'm sorry. The list I'm looking at, they have him at 24 on this one list. Oh, <laughs> So, I completely mm. forgot about his existence. Yeah. It's probably because his 2022 wasn't as good just looking yeah. at it. Yeah. But if I had to put him on the list, <laughs> I would put him below Josh Jacobs, I okay. would say. Yeah. So, um, essentially, I don't know what that, that'd be like seven or something. So,
1: yeah, yeah, seven.
0: That he would be my seventh guy, bump everyone <laughs> else down. Aaron Jones, yeah. 11. Kamara 10 whatever but yeah <laughs> i just say for jonathan taylor he does have some injury concerns too he's undergoing yeah. ankle surgery i'm just looking him up right now yeah but he's still very talented but for sure he does have some injury issues So, uh, sorry i forgot about jonathan taylor i'll put him bro, bro right forgot. below josh jacobs at <laughs> <seven>. <laughs> bro
1: forgot
0: He's my seventh running back there.
1: Uh, I can't believe it. There's so many good running backs. I'm not gonna lie. There are. There are.
0: Yeah, I I had to say (laughs) that before he kept going.
1: I'd be like that.
0: (laughs) I didn't even mention my honorable mentions.
1: <laughs> is so bad. I don't know how that list uh, had him at twenty, what twenty-two or twenty-four.
0: Yeah, it's it's a list of twenty twenty-two. They have Jamal Williams over him, <laughs> Damian Pierce over him, Zeke what? over him, Deonta <laughs> Foreman that's, over him.
1: That's so bad.
0: Yeah, geez. I I don't know how he got lost there, but yeah. he's my seventh. Josh Jacobs is my sixth. So. Okay, all right. From my get fifth, getting in the top five.
1: Yeah, for my fifth pick, I have Austin Eckler. Okay. Yep. I think I think he's a top five running back for me. I mean, he I I don't know. I would consider him a dual threat running back as well. I mean, he's not out there like most dual threat running backs you think about, but um, I I think he's. I think he's a solid running back for the position he's in. And uh what I don't know what else to really say about him. Other than that, that I think Eckler. he's he's very he's very impressive.
0: Yeah, so we're finally back on track a bit here. Okay. My number five is also Austin Eckler.
1: Yes, sir. Maybe you so can get more insight on him.
0: Yeah, so, uh, real quick, I am a fantasy player. He has been my yeah. guy for a while now. If this was a fantasy ranking for running backs, this would yeah. be, he would be number one or so, two. Oh, for sure. Definitely. But the only reason why he's number five instead of one of those is because he's not, like, an elite runner in a way. Yeah. I'd say he's probably the best or second best receiving running back. In the yeah. game right now. Yeah. I think he's one or two. But he also had he had 915 rushing yards last season, which honestly is very good for him, with 13 yeah. rushing touchdowns and 722 receiving yards. And that's and five crazy. receiving touchdowns. Yeah. So in total, he had 18 touchdowns last season, Damn. which is pretty crazy. And he's also yeah. somebody who's, had contract disputes as well, so he's a very interesting yeah. player, but he is just so sure. talented in my opinion. They do – I really, like, followed him a bit these past couple seasons. They do – they don't run him into the ground. Very rarely yeah. does he have, like, 20 carries a game. Yeah. He usually is in the teens, and they just yeah. hand it off to other people. But yeah. he is very talented. They can use him as a goal back too, but – He's just not like an elite runner, like a rusher. So that's the only reason why he's five, but his dual threat ability. I mean, I think that can keep him in the league for a long while compared to some of these other guys. I just think he's very elite as a receiver. So Mm -hmm. for that alone, he has more value than a lot of these guys. So he's my number five for sure. Alrighty. Number four. And also, I'm not adding anybody new at this point, so (laughs) if I forgot anybody else, that's a shame. It's a shame. Yeah. Number four, let me get his stats. Somebody else who we were talking about a bit, Mm -hmm. Saquon Barkley is my number four. And this past season was his redemption season, in a way, because... His rookie season in twenty eighteen, he rushed for thirteen hundred yards. And ever since that he didn't get that yardage until this past season. Yeah. So this was a big redemption season for him. He's also from Penn State, so you gotta <laughs> support him. But I mean, talent wise, he's insane when he plays. He he and I can't believe I'm saying it, but he and Daniel Jones kinda carried the giants. <laughs> <laughs> they really did and honestly I know Daniel Jones got overpaid but Daniel oh, Jones shit. and Saquon needed to be kept for now yeah. I think Saquon probably means more to that team though but then again he is a yeah. running back so it's tough and he's had injury concerns so that's why he's not higher but talent wise he's a freak I mean he he's a great receiver he can just run past people. He's so shifty. I mean, talent-wise. When he plays, he's one of the best players on the field. So, the only reason why he's not top three is just his injury concerns. Because, I mean... Plus, he's pulling a Le'Veon Bell, potentially. So, that's not a good thing. No. So, I don't know what he's going to look like. He might not even play next season. Which would
1: put him at 32... Lower, yeah,
0: Mm -hmm. yeah, honestly, but he's my number four just for talent alone, so
1: yeah, for my number four, it's the same deal. Saquon Barkley,
0: man,
1: keeping it real this time. I think still holding on to what his Penn State career was because, man, I mean, I'm a Michigan fan, but man, let's see a demon on Penn State absolute oh, yeah. dog and like like John said his talent i think he has like he he's the best talented running backs running back on this list without a doubt i i think he has the most talent out of everyone i think he i think he has one of the highest highest ceilings on this list it's just the injury and he really he just got to prove himself like he did on Penn State, basically. I think he – I mean, yeah, he had, what, 1.3K uh, rushing guards his first yeah. in recent season? Yeah. I mean, uh, if he can do that consistently and just get it higher, I mean, what's there to stop him? And I also think it would help if the Giants would maybe shape up their organization a little better. I mean, yeah, they did make it to the playoffs and beat beat the Vikings, who were a solid team. But I mean, I don't know. It's just hard to see what he's going to do and what's going to happen with him this next season or couple seasons if he doesn't sign and doesn't show up. So we don't know. We don't know. Yeah,
0: he's a. It's a big question mark. I just for don't sure. even know what his future is going to be, honestly. Sure. All righty. Well, I want to get into the top three. Yep. Go for it.
1: For, for my number third pick, I have Derek Henry. Okay. As I've been explaining, dual threat running backs are important. This guy just takes that idea Throws him in the trash. (laughs) He, I mean, he's not the greatest uh, running back receiver, I think we can all agree. But man, when you give him the ball and he puts his head down and runs, just step out of the way, or you're gonna, (laughs) you're gonna, you're gonna look like Josh Norman. Simple as that. (laughs) He is a animal for how big he is and how fast he can run. It's insane. It is insane, and sometimes he can be—he can be pretty shifty, which is also insane, with the size he is. He just—he just a typical running back that we see, and he just does it so, so, so amazingly. That's all I could say.
0: Yeah, he's Well, let's see if our top five will continue to remain the same. But for number three, I also have Derrick Henry.
1: Oh crap. <laughs> 2 and
0: 1, we'll see, but number 3, I have Derek Henry, I agree with everything you said. His yeah. receiving stats, honestly, I mean, he had about 400 receiving yards.
1: Yeah. I mean, you could think... say I mean, you could say that's also cuz who else were the Titans thrown to?
0: Yeah. <laughs> like I just think else? what they would oh, do is man. they would just Set up a little screen, just a nice yeah. little dump off pass to Derrick he Henry, just, and then he, he just would go. just take off.
1: He just take off. Yeah. You
0: know I mean, if he was running at me, I would just back off. I, I'm I'd, I'd, look, I'd,
1: I'd look at the coach. And I'm like, you don't expect me to tackle that. Like,
0: yeah, honestly, I'll get but, sent back
1: to the bleachers.
0: <laughs> yeah. This past season, he played 16 games. So yeah, yeah. The year before was his injury year yeah but this year and what's crazy too with his injury year last season he still had 937 rushing yards yeah he was on he was on incredible um, pace
1: yeah didn't last year like when he got injured didn't he still hold the league rushing for like a couple more games like what was it like yeah it was like five more games
0: yeah it was like three to four more weeks he was still the number one rusher
1: like that's insane
0: It was. And then the season before that, he rushed for 2,000 yards.
1: Yeah, come on now.
0: Yeah. And then people want to just forget about him. But this past season, he still rushed for 1,500 yards with 13 rushing touchdowns. Yeah. I mean, 4.4 yards per carry. He is still dominant. For sure. In my opinion. I mean, you just wonder how he's going to do with age coming up and just durability just because he's having so many snaps, so many carries. He doesn't split with anybody.
1: Yeah, he puts the whole team on his back.
0: He really does. I mean, now the Titans have Hopkins, but... We'll
1: see how that goes.
0: I don't know if they're going to change their philosophy in any way. I mean, they've had some good receivers in the past, and they still ran heavy with Derrick Henry, so... I mean,
1: I don't blame them, though.
0: I don't blame them either. It (laughs) works. Yeah. I mean... I think it was like 2019 or something. Like those playoffs, he would just rush for like 200 yards a game.
1: It would be insane. Dude, you couldn't yeah. stop him.
0: You couldn't. Like, I mean, there was
1: no point in writing up a game plan for it because it wasn't going to work.
0: You just had to stack the box and then just hope. And
1: yeah. just, just pray. <laughs>
0: yeah, but like once he's loose, he's loose. He's, you, just forget about it.
1: Yeah, even if you do catch him, he, he, he might as well just turn around and pick you up and throw you down. So, there's just no point.
0: Yeah, but Derrick Henry is our number three. Yep. Let's get into number two. And, moment of truth, my number two is Nick Chubb. He is my number two pick. He played all 17 games last season, rushed for 1,500 rushing yards, 12 rushing touchdowns along with 239 receiving yards and a receiving touchdown. He is honestly just one of the most talented running backs in the league. I mean, he can just dominate. I mean, he's been able to split with Kareem Hunt throughout his career, but I think that's starting to end now. So it's interesting to see what his role is going to be. Like if he's going to be a Derrick Henry type of workhorse, or if he's going to start sharing carries with someone else. But... I think splitting with Kareem Hunt's probably helped his durability overall. Yeah, he's for sure. Been a, he's been a very durable running back, but every season since he's been in the league, he's rushed five carry five yards per carry or more each season. That's crazy. That's which is crazy. crazy. Every season since twenty eighteen, his average over the past five seasons is five point two, which is crazy. But and ever since. 2018, he rushed for 996 yards. But then after that, it's been 1,000 yards or more since. So, I mean, yep. he's probably... Him or Derrick Henry are probably the two best running, running backs just yeah. on rushing ability alone. Yeah. But I'll say why he's not number one in a bit. But yeah. it's honestly hard to say, too. It's just my opinion in terms of just value for and sure. what he can bring. But... He's up there for he's my number two.
1: Yep. See from my number two it was also Nick Chubb. Okay. But we went five for five on top five.
0: Unless you pull out someone weird <laughs> for number one.
1: <laughs> but yeah, Nick Chubb was my number two pick as well. I mean everything you said I'd agree with. He's just he's a solid He's a solid running back. We'll see how he does when he's not really splitting with Kareem Hunt. Um, But yeah, I mean, there is just—I don't know. He's just—I think he's still on his. I think he's still on an incline. Like, I don't Mm -hmm. think see. I don't think we'll see a decline from him until like maybe say like three seasons in. Like. I think he's still going up, so I'm yeah. excited to see what he does next season.
0: I don't know like how much more he's gonna peak. Yeah, I feel like he's at like his max level, but I think he's gonna keep it for a while.
1: Yeah, yeah. All right, all
0: right. Uh, do you want to do the honors and say, "Yeah, your number, number one
1: pick is Christian McCaffrey." I mean, that man can do it all. Simple as that. He can do it all. You want him to throw him the ball? You wanna throw you want him to throw the ball? Just let him do it. <laughs> he can do it. <laughs> you can't. want him you want him to run? Oh, you know he's doing it. And you want to throw what? A fifty yard bomb, he'll catch it. But yeah, I mean he's he can really do it all as a running back. It's it's crazy. It is absolutely insane. It he's is. such a dual threat running back. He is I I think he's the number one dual threat running back. Um but yeah, I think I think it's insane.
0: Yeah. I'm not gonna fake you out like last episode. Yes. <laughs> number one I also have Christian McCaffrey. I can't even it's, debate it. The only, the only thing that would have the only thing that would have kept him from number one is just his injury concerns, but yeah. last season he played all seventeen games. Yeah. With two teams, so I'm not gonna it
1: completely throw out gonna, the concern.
0: Yeah, I'm gonna throw it out for now. But even too, like when he would play, like yeah. even during those injury years, when he, the games he did play, he was still fantastic. Exactly. Like when Saquon Barkley would play here every now and then during his injury years, he was not at that elite level knows but every single game Christian McCaffrey plays whether it's during an injury year or not he's just incredible I mean for sure in 2019 that was the season where he rushed for 1300 yards and also had over a thousand receiving yards which is crazy crazy.
1: that's wild
0: yeah and then this past season he had 1100 rushing yards eight rushing touchdowns, and 741 receiving yards and five receiving touchdowns. Come on now. I mean, I think he helped the 49ers a lot when he went there. He probably probably helped make Brock Purdy as good as he was. That was just another great option to throw to. Yep. I mentioned Eckler as the top one or two receiving back. McCaffrey's probably number one because, in all honesty, McCaffrey could just line up as a wide receiver. If he oh, wants absolutely. To. He definitely if can. he ever if he ever wants to quit being a running back, <laughs> he can just be a slot receiver. Honestly. Oh, absolutely. Like he is just that talented. He can do it on the ground. He's probably not the best rusher, but yeah. I'd probably pick Derrick Henry or Chubb over him in terms yeah. of running ability, but receiving ability just puts him over the top. Absolutely. He is just dominant. He's a great weapon to have for any quarterback. But <laughs> Sure. I love him overall. I think he's the best running back in the league and he deserves whatever money he has right now.
1: Definitely. Definitely.
0: But I think I will end this episode just talking a little bit about earlier, too. Like, it is interesting with McCaffrey. So the Panthers traded McCaffrey to yeah. the 49ers. And honestly, too, like, just supporting the yeah. argument of, like, should he pay running backs or not? Yeah. When McCaffrey left the Panthers, the Panthers still had a good running game with yeah. Deonta Foreman and Chuba Hubbard. Definitely. Like, as good as McCaffrey was, they were still able to replace his value a little bit. Yeah. And they just signed Miles Sanders, too. Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, it definitely Which, wasn't the same, but, like, it was near... It was, I would say it was near the same.
0: Yeah. Which, like, In terms of... I, rushing yards
1: yeah so like it just gives the question like do running backs need to be paid that much and i just don't think so
0: yeah like
1: like, i think like i wouldn't say all can be replaced like that but like damn near everyone could like they're just it's really like the core like a running back is truly built off what the o-line is
0: true like there's
1: some there's some running backs that can, um, change that. Like, like a person who came to mind with a running back who had to deal with some crappy O line, Dalvin Cook. Yeah. Like his situation with that O line. I mean, he still made a prosper out of what his O line was. Like he was still crazy, and but like that's just very few of what running backs could do. And so like if you're if you got a running back that just can't do well with a bad O line, then like it just shows you that a running back is truly built off what the O line is.
0: Yeah. Like I think guys like Saquon can do any can do good with whatever O line they got. But then again like if you have a really good O line, like that running back will just be good in general. Exactly. And exactly. like you look at some of the past Super Bowl teams, like this past year the Chiefs had Isaiah Pacheco and Jarek McKinnon. Yeah. As their guys. The year before no. was the Rams, they had like Cam Akers and Sony Michelle. Yeah. So it's like as good as McCaffrey is, like you're not gonna get a running back like McCaffrey. No. But you can still like make up the production. In other yeah. ways, like it's very yeah. easy to, yeah. In my opinion, I mean, which s- does hurt the running back market. Yeah,
1: yeah. I mean, you saw like, even when Sony Michelle played for the Patriots, like, Patriots, mm-hmm. most most of the seasons, like they they would always have either a top ten or top five O line. Like Bill prioritized that because he knew. And you saw what Sonny Michelle could do when he had that.
0: Yeah, y'all made Rex Burkhead look good.
1: Exactly. Like, come <laughs> on now. Like he was trucking <laughs> through things. Like he was, he was going insane because of that old line. Yeah. Like, it's just I don't know. I don't know. Yeah.
0: Like I get where the running backs are when it comes to wanting to be paid well, but I just yeah. don't think it's going to happen. Yeah. It's just not like. It's just not. Saquon could go, they could sign Kareem Hunt and Leonard Fournette and make up yeah. for
1: Exactly. They
0: can make up for him. Like, it's yeah. that easy.
1: And even if they do do all that, like, say they do sign Fournette, like, in a couple of years, they're just going to draft and they're running back again.
0: Yeah. Like, there was one thing like I saw. Like, you could literally just draft a guy in the first round for five years. Yeah. And then once a rookie contract's over, you could just draft another guy. Exactly. So on and so forth. I mean, so it's, forth.
1: It's, just, it's a sad truth, really. But, like, it's just, I, I don't know.
0: I just don't know how it could be fixed. Unless you just change running back contracts in general just so they yeah. get more money initially.
1: Yeah. yeah. I mean, I don't know. It's tough.
0: Yeah, it's, it's a sad situation for some of them just because sure. they put their bodies on the line probably more than yeah. any other position. Absolutely. But you can just... It's such a replaceable position too. But exactly. Any final thoughts with running backs? Anything?
1: I mean, not really. I mean, I hope to see them get somewhat paid. I hope they do actually play this season But, I don't know. We'll just have to wait and see.
0: Yeah, my last thought would be, I guess another honorable mention. I didn't even mention it. But Najee Harris, too. Yeah. Steelers. Steelers running back. Uh, I'd think after this season, he could crack it. Honestly, he could have cracked it after his first season. But then, his previous season, he had an injury concern halfway through. So... Yeah. He's not cracking it yet, but he is a chance next season to crack yeah. my top ten. So that's my yeah. last honorable mention. Mm-hmm. But that's gonna do it for us. So thank you all for listening to this episode. I hope you enjoyed it, especially if you're an NFL fan. We'll be continuing this series throughout the week. I don't know when the next episode will come out, but stay tuned. Probably this week or start of next week will come out, but stay tuned for that. New Music Friday will also be happening on Friday, so be ready for that episode as well. You can find all of our social medias, all of our podcast platforms that we're on in the link in bio. One, o- one other thing, too, with that, I realize if you listen on Apple Podcasts or Overcast, you actually can't click the link in bio, which I don't know why, well. but... If you go to the podcast website and you click the bio in there, the link works. So if you listen on Apple Podcasts or Overcast, just do that. And there you can access all of our social medias. And you can see all the podcast platforms that we're on. But other than that, with Jordan Schiller, I'm John DeDaro. Have a great day and see you next time on Inside the Dome.